and welcome to the Lockdown Leafs Podcast. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio. You can find me on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show on Twitter as well at Locked On Leafs. And if you hear, if you like what you hear today, be sure to uh, check us out on all podcasting platforms. Hit subscribe, leave a comment, uh, leave a, a, a rating. Uh, I want all that stuff to go up because that just means that this podcast will continue to grow, which I really improve. And speaking of growth, today is a very, very special milestone in this podcast. It is our 100th episode of the podcast. So thank you so much to everybody who's uh, who's stuck along with me the whole way. Much like the leaf season, it's been, you know, some bumpy roads, some ups and downs. Uh you know, started off with another co-host and then I went to solo and then it was just kind of tough with COVID hit and and there hasn't been any hockey to talk about, but guess what? Just in time for our 100th episode, it gave us a chance to have something to talk about because the NHL the NHL and the NHLPA have come to an agreement on a 2014 playoff format that seems to be what we're going to end up seeing if and when hockey returns this season. So technically, although the NHL hasn't quite said that uh, we're for sure going to come back and this is the format, if they do come back, this will be the format that they get. So the way that it works essentially is... Um, there's going to be 24 teams that make it. So they have the the top... 12 teams, sorry, top 12 teams from each conference are going to be making the playoffs. The top four teams from each conference are going to get first round buys technically. However, it's still unclear whether or not that they're going to be reseeded once once they get there. They are going to play some exhibition games against one another, and they're just not totally sure yet if those exhibition games are going to be counted towards kind of like a round robin, and then they get reseeded after that, and then they go from there where they they reseed everybody once this, this next chapter, which is the play-in process between the the teams who are ranked from 5th to 12th in the conference. So right now, we'll use the the Leafs, for example, who are uh, ranked ninth in the conference, um, and they'll be taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets in this scenario. So essentially, what's going to happen is the Leafs and Blue Jackets are going to face off in in a five best-of-five game. It's going to be a play-in, and uh, if they can win that, then they move on to the the round of 16, I guess you could call it, uh, the quarterfinals of the the Stanley Cup playoffs, and that is going to be against, if they just play it where they keep everybody where it is right now, and they just give them, you know, the, the Boston Bruins win, win first in the division, and then and whoever was second, then they would move on and they would play Boston. Um, that being said, I think that's kind of why they're not sure what they're going to end up doing in terms of reseeding once they get to the round of 16 and the playoffs officially begin. So it's not like we're getting a 2014 playoffs. I think what we're doing is, and I think it makes sense, because if you really think about it, teams like like Vancouver or, or the Rangers or Minnesota, who actually were playing some really strong, really good hockey down the stretch, will get an opportunity to try and actually make a playoff push and get that opportunity to make that push because they still had about, you know, 12, 13, 14 games left to go to try and make up some grounding, make a push into the playoffs. And, you know, some of them could have done it. Like, we've seen teams go on absolute runs at the end of the year and go from, like, 10th in the conference, 11th, 12th, and end up making the playoffs. I mean, look at last year. <laughs> like, the St. Louis Blues, when came from out of nowhere and just went on a tear the whole second half of the year and ended up going all the way to the Stanley Cup Final. Um, and, and that's, you know, there's a team that could technically do that. Uh, you know, that's one of the downfalls, I think, of this is, 
is there going to be a team that does go on a run that shouldn't be there because they weren't among the top 16 teams or the top eight in their conference at the, the when the season was was put to a halt in, in terms of, of winning percentage at least and now it's it's going to come to question like should these teams even be here should they be given an opportunity to to make a, a big run for a Stanley Cup because odds are they wouldn't have made it so like I I keep trying to look back and look at a team like Montreal because I think what we've learned in the past is really if you get a hot goalie for for a month or a month and a half, you can really do some damage in the playoffs. And like when you got a guy like Carey Price who can lead your team, I mean, that just that honestly could happen. And a a team like the Montreal Canadiens, who were sellers at the deadline and were also a team that was on the downswing, to be quite honest with you, and losing games toward the end of the season instead of winning games and going towards the bottom end of the standings as opposed to the top end of the standings. But you come back, everybody healthy. You got a a rested Shea Weber. You know, I think that that is a team who people could look at and say, look, if you just get a hot carry price for six weeks, this team could go on a run. You know, if he can get it going and play two months of of, of strong hockey like he did back in 2014, 2015, like the Montreal Canadiens could seriously make a push for a Stanley Cup if he, you know, plays out of his mind and is is the best goalie in the league again. Um, And there's a couple of goalies who could do that, too. I think the Rangers, they have that new rookie kid, Igor Shosturkin. You know, look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're going to have to go up against Elvis Merzlikens, who was the hottest goalie in the NHL before he got injured. Um, And and just, I think it was something like, you know, five or, or four or five shutouts in his first 10 games. It was something stupid like that. And that's going to be tough for Toronto. So there's a lot of positives. There's a lot of negatives. Um, we'll, we'll get to some of those in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you guys about today's show sponsor, Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 20 flavors, including four brand new ones rolling out next week, some with nuts, some without. So there's a bar for everyone. They're soft, they're chewy, they're easy to eat. And did I mention that they're healthy? They're the go-to protein bar for health-conscious people who are looking to indulge in a delicious treat while trying to lose or maintain weight. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On for $10 off your first order. And get this. Next week for Memorial Day sale for our brethren's down south, Built Bar is offering an additional $5 off every box of bars. And on Monday only, they're giving away a free pack of Built Boost Energy Drink Mix. What a deal. So remember, use the promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, so here's what we know. If and when the NHL does return this season to award the 2020 Stanley Cup, it is going to be a 24-team playoff race in order to reward the Cup. That is what we do know. What we don't know yet is, A, if we're actually going to come back, because it technically hasn't been announced that the NHL will come back. It's just if they do come back, this is the format that they're going to roll with. Um, that being said, I am high. I think at this point uh, there's 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 a good, a good chance that we are going to see uh, a return to play. I don't think they'd be going. Um, there'd be this much push by by the players, by the by by the owners, by the league, if they didn't believe that they were not going to be able to play this season. Um, here's a statement that was actually released by the NHLPA on the return to play format, and it goes as follows. 
The executive board of the NHLPA has authorized further negotiations with the NHL on a 24-team return-to-play format to determine the winner of the 2020 Stanley Cup. Several details remain to be negotiated, and an agreement on the format would still be subject to the parties reaching an agreement on all issues relevant to resuming play. So, you know, we don't have everything. We don't have any dates yet, and that's something that is a little bit curious, like, Maybe that was something that should have been settled quite, you know, before they decided on a format. Maybe they're like, oh, I, but at the same time, I get it. You know, then they can get going pretty quickly once they decide a format. Because when it comes to choosing a date, I don't think that you can really pick one, just set a date and then go because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, look at Ontario. They, we got like last week, I think I saw there was a statistic that we had the lowest amount of COVID cases since March. And then over the course of last weekend, we saw it's now been four days in a row where we've had an increase of cases day after day after day. And that's not a good sign. And with the weather getting better, that seems to be uh, an indicator of of why that is. I I don't know if that's going to affect the NHL coming back to play or sports for that matter. But I do know that if they do come back, I guess it's a good thing that they, they can get the things rolling once they decide on a date to, to return to play. And in the meantime, they can try and figure out the format, which is what they did. So I'm, I'm all for it. I know that there was some talk about like, just give us a date. We just want to know if we're going to have hockey or not. We can't figure that out quite yet because again, there's so many different factors to it. Um, And even like, technically like i said they haven't officially said the nhl is going to return this season there's still some other things that need to get ironed out even in this 2014 uh, format like there's some positives and there's some negatives here's the positives okay i think it's great that we're gonna see hockey and we're gonna be able to award a stanley cup this season um i think that we've been (laughs) we've been really kept away from it for far too long uh, and it's something that nobody saw coming, you know, at least when there's a lockout, you can see it coming a little bit because that's just kind of how things go. You know, money gets in the way and you end up seeing the lockout coming. Like I could see two years from now, there could be a potential lockout because whatever that's, that's the date that the, the, um, CBA expires. But this kind of just happened out of thin air. Just boom, you know, we had a world pandemic and, and the sports world shut down. The good thing is it's starting to come back. Golf is back. NASCAR's back. back. Uh, UFC, soccer, like things are starting to go now. Boxing, I think, is returning now. So the real next step is for the North America uh, arena leagues, I guess, to start back up. There's been some stadiums that have that have opened up in, in the States. Uh, or in 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 Europe for for what they're calling football, um, but for us here in Canada, I think we we haven't yet seen anything open up. I know that even the UFC ticket in Saskatchewan ended up getting cut. Right, they're they're not going there anymore because I don't believe that the government's going to allow it. Um, that being said, uh, I, I I just got a whole hope, man. I hope that we do get hockey back. And I think that this is a good sign. This is the first step towards getting hockey back at the end of the day. This is the first step. They have an agreement in place that, all right, if we come back and it's safe to come back, that this is the format that we're going to pick. And if you're getting to that point, you got to assume that they do believe that they truly are going to come back. And I, I, I'm also 
of that belief. So that's that's kind of the goods of it, I think. Um, the other thing is, too, is if you're a team like Montreal or you're a team like like uh, Detroit or not Detroit, um, New York or or Carolina, Nashville or uh, Winnipeg, Nashville, Minnesota, like these teams who are kind of on the outside looking in. Now they're going to get a shot. They're going to get an opportunity because they could have easily made the playoffs. So now it's kind of fair for everybody uh, because you just never know what could have happened in the last 13 games of the season. So now everyone gets an opportunity to play. But again, there are going to be issues. And I think the number one issue that's going to arise from this, and honestly, I don't know if anybody in the NHL or in the league is actually going to care about this. This may even be more of a a fan thing or a journalism thing or or just, you know, a guy like me on a microphone debating about it with, with friends, with you guys. Just the fact that no matter what they do, because it's not traditional, is the Stanley Cup this season, are the winners going to be looked at differently? You know, is this kind of gimmicky? Is this is this going to be looked at differently? Like, if a team like Vancouver ends up going on a big run, you know, they may not have even made the playoffs. Or or the Rangers or Montreal, and they end up winning. Is that going to be gimmicky? You know, that's the only thing that I think people are going to have um, a, a sour taste in their mouth if that ends up being the case. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool. I mean, a couple of years ago, we saw, I mean, really in back-to-back seasons, we've seen amazing stories in the Stanley Cup Finals. You saw a first-team expansion team in Las Vegas make it all the way to the Cup Final. And then last year, you saw a team that was in dead last, I think it was like January 2nd, dead last in the league, win the Stanley Cup. Now, this year, the third year in a row, could we possibly see a team who shouldn't have made the playoffs that only made it on a technicality because they were forced to expand the playoffs because the season was ended due to a, a, a pandemic end up making a run and winning a cup. Are you going to look at that and say, wow, that's amazing. Or are you going to say ah, they probably shouldn't have been there? Like, I don't know. I, I, are you going to feel bad for teams like Tampa and Boston who had incredible regular seasons and then, end up getting upset by by Montreal who shouldn't have been there or, or Pittsburgh because technically Pittsburgh would be their their first shot and who they're gonna have to face now from a Toronto perspective uh the way that things set right now the Leafs would have to play the Columbus Blue Jackets the good thing is is that it's not the Boston Bruins right so that's the good thing you can get some playoff wins in playoffs that's the thing right I don't know are these still going to be considered playoff games these play in playoff games I don't think they are I think they're I don't know what they are wild card games maybe we can we can start calling them wild card games because that's kind of what they are like in baseball you have your your wild card game to determine who's going to get into the the playoffs between those two final wild cards maybe that's what we can start calling it I guess the the wild card series maybe um but I think for Toronto, it's going to be tough. You know, I I don't know how I like the matchup against Columbus. You know, they're, they're a really, really, really talented team. You know, Tortorella has that team playing really, really sound hockey. 
you know, going into the year, I thought that they were going to fall apart. Remember, keep in mind, last they lost Bobrovsky, their number one goaltender, their Vesna-quality goaltender. They lost Artemi Panarin, a guy who is quietly making a campaign for MVP status. They lost uh, Matt Duchesne, who they went out and traded for, um, and they lost Ryan Dezingle, another guy they went out and traded for. So, you know, they lost some big pieces to their team and just kept chugging along. They just kept going. Um, a lot of credit goes out to the way that Tortorella coached this team, but mainly, I think you got to credit that young goaltender, Elvis Merzlikens. You know, there was an injury um, to Corpus Salo, and that just allowed them to bring Merzlikens back into the picture, and he was on fire, like absolutely on fire. So, you know, he's going to be healthy again. Um, is he going to kind of get caught up in the fact that he's playing you know nhl playoff games or wild card games very meaningful hockey games let's call them um and not be that superstar he was when he first got into the league i don't know maybe maybe toronto uh will be able to to find a way to to get to his head and toronto can go out there i mean look the leafs are no slouch they may not have the best record in hockey but they're a tough team to play against when they bring their a game you know austin matthews really towards the end of the season turned it around and became a force in both ends of the ice and if you can get that out of matthews in a best of five series and he can go out and he can be the guy out on the ice the number one the best player out on the ice for three out of those five games i think that you win that series I truly do. I think Austin Matthews will be considered the X factor in any series, of course. But I think it's the Leafs, really, their success lies on how well Matthews is playing. That's how important he is to this team. The other thing that's going to be really cool is the fact that everyone's going to be healthy. You know, so, you know, got, let's go back to the Leafs, obviously, the Lockdown Leafs podcast. Um, you know, is Jake Muzzin going to be back? We thought that, you know, he will be back. Sorry, he's going to be back for sure. But what about a guy like Mikheyev, who was supposed to be out for the season, and now it seems like if they end up delaying it into July, or maybe even August, he might be back. So you can get Mikheyev back this year. Um, Andres Janssen, same thing. You know, you get a refreshed Morgan Riley, who came back uh, right before all this kind of stopped. And then now he gets a couple more months off to rest and recuperate. And now he should be healthy for a good playoff push. Freddie Anderson, this is going to be huge for him. Because what do we know about Freddie Anderson? The fact that he needs rest down the stretch, especially, to be as good as he can be. You know, when you say you try and get him in that that 55-game start territory so that he could be rested for when the playoffs come around, hey, they got there. Not the way they wanted to. But they got there, you know, under 55 games. So you get a nice, fresh Freddie Anderson. I like their chances. On paper, they have the better team. No doubt. No doubt. Maybe Tyson Berry even picks it up and plays like the Tyson Berry the Leafs thought they were getting. But the good thing is, I truly believe that we're going to get hockey. And I'm really excited to be talking about hockey again as if it is here and, 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 and it's here in the present because I think it is or it will be very shortly. You know, we at least know that, you know, when this format comes together, I think we have a playoff. We have our matchup, the, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets. So I can sit here and talk about that finally. I haven't been able to do that in a long time. 
I haven't been able to talk about matchups, how the Leafs will, will compare against this team or that team, how they do against this team, uh, playing against, you know, a, a, a rough and tough style team like Columbus, very defensively efficient, or against, you know, another high-flying scoring team like, like Tampa Bay. Like, I haven't been able to have those conversations in a while, and I'm glad that we can have them now. I'm excited. I'm really excited. This was... Uh, this was really good news, and I think it's the first step to getting hockey back, which is something that we all desperately want. We all need it, really. <laughs> I need it. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely need it. All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. It was kind of an impromptu thing. I got the news, got really excited, and wanted to come down here and, and share my thoughts. Um, so that's that's basically what I did. Uh, again, you know, I'm 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 sorry, guys, that I'm not out here podcasting every day like like the locked on Leafs. Like I say that I I, I should be doing, but you know, there's just not much to talk about. Um, you know, I got some other stuff going on too. Uh, I was gonna have a really 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 good guest on a great interview earlier this week, and technical difficulties ended up. Uh, not allowing me to get that interview done. Uh, we did re- we are going to reschedule and we'll have it again later down the road. I don't want to spoil who it is because it is a prominent player that it's a player it's a guy who played for the Leafs, a former Toronto Maple Leafs. He's pretty prominent in the in in the scene, I guess you could say, in the media scene uh, currently. Based on that, you may have been able to guess who it was, but I'm not going to say his name quite yet. But we'll get him on. Um, but I did get a hold of somebody else uh and we're gonna have a good conversation we're gonna do that probably tomorrow or monday uh i think i'm gonna put it out tomorrow actually for you guys it's it's a conversation actually with bird bouchard of red cape sports he's a, a youtuber him and his brother they have a youtube where they basically talk about sports card investments and um sports cards is something that i ended up kind of getting into a little bit more as the sports hiatus kind of went out and, and and started going longer than anticipated because i needed a sports fix so what did i start doing i started hopping on ebay started hopping on on instagram getting in these facebook groups and really getting into it and kind of learning you know how flipping sports cards and and the investment side of things when I was just little I used to just buy up cards and and buy things just because I wanted them because I thought they were cool but there really is a way that you could can make money and make it a feasible hobby Um, and so we kind of had a conversation about how to do that and I'm gonna I'm gonna do that episode tomorrow for you guys I was gonna release it uh, next week but I'll probably do it tomorrow um, and it's, it's a really good interview again, Burbu Bouchard. So be sure to check that tomorrow. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for supporting the show. You'd subscribe to lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcasting platforms. Follow the show on Twitter at lockdown Leafs. Follow myself at Mickey underscore Canuck and uh, be sure to check out some more NHL hockey talk. You can check out the Locked On NHL podcast. I'll be back with another Locked On Leaf show tomorrow. Once again, they'll be with Burr Bouchard of Red Cape Sports. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.